What's up, everybody? Apologies for the delay. You know, sometimes life happens. You can't control when when life situations happen. We're missing Joe because some life happened to Joe this morning that he's taking care of some, some family stuff. So hope everything's good there, Joe. And, you know, Dev. You know, yeah. life of being a father, man. Life of being a father. Pretty much. But, uh, <laughs> Leave it there. You know, March Madness, full swing. St. Peter's officially owns the great state of Kentucky that I live in after they ran through University of Kentucky and Murray State in the tournament, advanced to the Sweet 16. That's about all the March Madness coverage we're going to give you, though, because we have not watched a ton of college basketball this year. So let's uh, let's focus on the NBA, Dev. What you think? What? Uh, what's going on right now? Yeah, yeah man, exciting. I'm assuming. Yeah. Woo. I know this is uh, this that time where everybody's um, – let's see if you can stand on what you believed in a couple months ago, even last month. So now this is when it all, everything started. Positioning time. Man, Positioning time. time. Woo. Can't wait, my man, because this is – Money time. Ain't good for us, but, you know, still – Still decent right. for other people. Let's let's get into it. Yeah, we don't need to. Well, we will have to talk about your Lakers a little bit because there was some history that happened. But uh, let's start. Let's start with the Warriors, man, because the Warriors. There's a lot of like you know hope and and good vibes. Draymond was coming back or came back. Wiseman was allegedly close to coming back. And then Steph got rolled up on when they were playing the Celtics. Marcus Smart diving for a loose ball. Uh, you know, kind of rolled up on Curry's ankle, and now Curry's got a sprain in his foot and foot and ankle. So, you know, he's already had ankle injuries in the past. So, you know, you got to be a little worried about about uh, stuff there. But there's been a lot of conversation. Kerr was John with Marcus Smart on the on the court about you know, you know, you don't do that. That wasn't a basketball play. Yada yada yada. End of the day, Marcus Smart got the basketball. And, and got the ball for the Celtics. So it's hard to it's hard to argue that that's not a basketball play. You know, it was unfortunate what happened to Steph. Uh, but, Devion, I want to know, first, did you think it was dirty? And, two, you know, what's this, what's this kind of do for you and your thoughts on the Warriors? Another little side note is that James Wiseman had some swelling in his knee that he's been recovering from, and now his timetable – might not be at all this year now. He might not be coming back until next year. So kind of give me your thoughts first. Was it dirty second on the Warriors in general? No, it wasn't dirty. That's how he plays. Like he he's a hustle player. He's going to die for the ball. It was a loose ball. In situations like that, we can think of 15 times he sees a loose ball. He's going to die because nobody else is going to die for the ball. He's going to get it, push up the well, and, and he um, got court. the ball. Like, he yeah, got his whole got arm ball. around the ball. So, it's like, I mean. Yeah. I it's just like, all right, Steph, you didn't move. That's that's cool. Um, you got brittle ankles. You can't get mad at a man because your ankles are brittle. He just went for the ball. He's going to throw it up the court, get momentum swings. That's how they get their momentum all the time. Like, through him, actually, doing plays like that. Through him all the time. So, he, I was like, yeah, Steve Kerr been a little crybaby. So, I'm oh, it's little, yeah, talk about what Draymond does. Draymond does nine basketball players all the time. No, this is Draymond being Draymond. Like, shut up. Like, I understand you get mad. Like, I get mad, too. I was mad when Pat, Pat Beverly slapped LeBron on the butt. I was mad at that. 
you know, but it is what it is. Like, but that was a clean play. It's unfortunate he got hurt, but you know, I understand you mad because that's your that's your lifeline. That's that's it, man. So it's cool, but I don't think it was dirty at all. Yeah, I don't think it was dirty. I think it was a good basketball play by Marcus Smart. And at the end of the day, Curry, if you if you're gonna go for the ball, you gotta commit to fully going for the ball. That might mean Curry has to get on the floor. You know, like you you can get away with that when it's another superstar that you know is not gonna try and you know get get on the floor for the ball as well. Yeah, you can run over there and just try and pick it up. But I mean, that's that's been coaching to everybody since they were five years old. First man on the, the first ball. first person on the floor gets the ball, right? Yeah. Like that's that's just basketball. It's not like he came from like behind him. Like he came from on an angle and he had he dove. He barely beat Steph to the ball. Or even Steph might have touched the ball first and he got in there, but because he was lower, he was able to to uh snatch possession from Steph. And yeah, it sucks that Steph got hurt. Get out the way then. Get in the weight room. Like if 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 you don't yeah, want to if you don't way. want if you didn't want the ball that bad, don't go for it. Like that's that's just kind of how it is. I that's hate that Steph got there. hurt. Yeah. You know, because I, lo- I love watching him play. You know, he's an exciting player. He was, you know, I had him pegged, uh, pegged for MVP at the start of the yeah. season. I thought he that's might be able to snatch that one. But, yeah, that's not going to happen anymore. Yeah. Um, Man, nobody wants to see him hurt, but it's just, yeah, like you said, he, he dove for the ball. Do you think way, so? Bro. So I want to – but I want to know, like, what do you think this does for the Warriors? Does this change, like, how you feel about them in the playoffs? Because, like, yeah. it's going to be Big tough. Time. It'll be tough to see how this affects Steph and in, in the Warriors. Like, are they going to be okay? You know, like, Bro. is this going to affect chemistry? Like, that's kind of seeming to be like their issue this whole time. Yeah, it's over. Um, I think they have a hope and a prayer to go far in the playoffs. At this point, I really don't see them. You probably, in my opinion, especially with if he doesn't come back and all that stuff, they not making out the the first round. It's over. Wow. Okay. You know, because let's be real, you got Wiseman. You go, so you're gonna have to rely on Wiseman, young player. He's probably. Not, I don't know if Wiseman's gonna come back. Either. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And that's the thing about it's like if he comes back, which is probably not likely. Look at the, the things with Clay. <laughs> You got Draymond, he'll be all right, cool, but Draymond ain't like that without gunners around him at all. Well, and like and kind of like you said, like we all know why Clay and Dre, like we know why they keep choosing to stay. You know, Draymond almost left for Detroit, yeah, and then wised up and said, "You know what? Let me stick here because because I think they all know that they they can't be the guy. Steph has to yeah. be the guy for that team to win. So it's really going to depend on how healthy he is when he comes back." Yeah, because you know, that's not going to be a ton of time. It doesn't sound like these, you know, maybe three weeks. But yeah, because Clay, like Clay, healthy is cool. But bro, you ain't playing two years. You you get this type of workload put on you, you go get hurt again. Draymond is not going to. If you put the ball in Draymond's hand and you expect him to score, you just asking to have the dumbest plays happen. Just a whole bunch of shacking the fool moments. It ain't happening. You don't got nobody. Steph is your saving grace. It's it's done, bro. Like it's it's watch how much you want, but it's gonna be like how the Lakers fans, like, and I'm a Lakers fan, like exactly how it was when it seems like like when Kobe got hurt, and then it's like, oh yeah, we still the Lakers, we still this. Nah. <laughs> it's nah, buddy. Like Steph gets hurt, it ends. Like your season's over. If he doesn't come back, your season's over. 
train for next year. You might as well go ahead and let um, Clay get his reps in, get some of these players get their reps in without hurting them, and try again for next year because you have no shot. Yeah, they, I I hope they don't try and push Clay too far now that Curry's out. Like the workload, just you know, oh, man. because the player on their team that can that plays in a similar style to Steph is Jordan Poole. Like mm-hmm. just give him Steph's minutes. You know that'll maybe give him some good mojo going into the playoffs, and hopefully get Steph back once the playoffs start. Depending on who that seven seed is, which right right now it looks like it would be either the Clippers or who is that other team? Because the Lakers are sitting at nine. It's, it's uh, hold on, I got it pulled up. It's oh, Lake. Minnesota Clippers yeah. are Clippers are Minnesota. And not be Minnesota and not be them. Not this, that's, not this. That would be one. tough without one. without yeah. stuff. Not be. Um, but okay, let's move on to your Lakers. Now that you said that, though, mm. not really your Lakers, but let's let's talk about let's talk about LeBron. In a loss where he dropped thirty eight points, he moved into second all time in scoring. <sighs> Impressive, but just like you just know, LeBron. Doesn't want to be doing all this on a team that's looking this bad. Like they, they have just the, the team's looking terrible. I mean, if LeBron gives you thirty-eight points, you need to win that game, and you somehow lose it. It's not like they're playing the Suns or anything. They're playing the fucking Wizards. The Wizards without Bradley Beal, without Kyle Kuzma, it's just Porzingis and a bunch of guys out there. And thirty-eight from LeBron's not enough to win the game. Yeah, bro, it's at this point, man, LeBron ain't ain't really playing, a, in my opinion. Like, you plan to, to be uh, for greatness and just try to get your name as being the greatest player ever at this point because, like, you might as well just go for statistics. That's it. Just go for rebounds, assists, and just try to load up on every category because it's over, bro, because we just can't figure it out. Like, when, it, when he's playing like this, bro, come on, man. Come on, man. Like, if he's playing like this and these are the results we're getting, it's over. I applaud him, though. It's unfair to expect more from LeBron, right? Like, in year 19, you can't expect LeBron to be, like, locking in defensively like he did 10 years ago, right? Shit, I'm impressed by year year 19 doing this. If he's giving you this much scoring and still assisting the ball well and he's giving you that much offensively, they needed to put a team around him that could that help could help carry the load defensively, and that's why I think a lot of people were skeptical when they put such an old roster together, right? Like yeah, Russ is right. Russ has never been like a Russ has never been a lockdown defender. He's at times been at best okay, like fine. Don't need you don't necessarily need to cover for him, but he's not a guy that you say, all right, I'm gonna throw him at. Whoever he's not, he's never, never been Drew Holiday, right? You know, Ariza again, he's 36, 37, whatever he is. Like, how much defense are you really expecting out of him at this stage of the, his career? He can be a great team defender, but if you're thinking, okay, Ariza, you're gonna go lock up the best player, those days are gone. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> those days are long gone. Long gone. Yeah, it, it's that's why I said, like, it's. Defense. They just it's like dope. the team didn't make sense. You were hoping that the talent would come together and they'd be able to figure it out and they outscore people or you know slow down yeah. the pace, but it, it just none of it none of it worked. So LeBron, go get your 
you know, go get your uh, your points. Try and win a scoring title, maybe. But yeah. yeah. should have went and got Mark Jackson or somebody because this. I knew. I don't think. The, I don't yeah. think the coaching matters. Like Vogel's been a yeah. good defensive coach his whole career. It, the roster. The roster. You can't give no defensive coach on a team like this with players who won't play defense and who can't play defense. So it's just like that's why I was like, it, it was you know that was just trying to be a fan, like hoping that they get it together, and you'll think that the players are smart enough to be what they you know be smart enough to figure it out or be good enough to do it, you know. So it it is what it is, but yeah, at least LeBron, hey bro, you got yeah, your, to LeBron yeah, for going to him. second all time. In scoring, he's about 2,000 points away from uh, first place. Uh, I don't know if he's so, going to get that. He might. I'm not saying he, he can't. I'm not saying he can't. I'm just saying, like, you playing at this level for this long, if you can do that for 20-plus oh, years, he'll, shout he'll, out. He'll get but, that, he'll get that just, next year easy. I'm just saying he just hope you don't get no no injury at all. That's what I'm saying, like, because he's getting older. I just hope he don't get no injury, whereas it'd be like, all right, he's done, and now he's – you know, kind of wash, you know, because Kobe was averaging 27 towards Achilles, freak accident, and it was it. So I hope nothing like that happens to him. That's why I'm really hoping up because it'd be nice to have, you know, if he number one in scoring, that's a fun conversation now. You know what I'm saying? Honestly, see who the best player ever. That'd be a fun conversation, you know. But hope he don't do it. But, hey, shout out to him. He looking like he on pace to do it, though. It look like he on pace to shatter it, actually. Yeah, he, he should get it. He should get it next year, and and then whatever he does after that will just be gravy. But let's move on. Let's move on to a team that's playing well. Yeah, let's talk about some fuck good them, stuff. Fuck them weak-ass Lakers. Yeah. Minnesota Thank is 9-1 in their last 10 games. Now, I really wish Joe was here because yeah. of the, the comments Joe made when we had our, had our boy yeah. Gavin on, talk about the Timberwolves earlier. So not only are the Timberwolves for sure going to be in the play-in, they're only a game out of six that could put the Nuggets back into the play-in, and this gets this mm-hmm. this brings a lot of intrigue for a lot of different reasons. Because if like again, if the Nuggets were to fall into the seventh seed, Jokic Jokic isn't getting an MVP. No, he's not. Not, not from the play-in. Nope. You know, Sorry. so Minnesota's got about I think they have eleven games left to make up that one game. So, Devian, tell me. Like, are you one? How impressed are you? How impressed are you by their 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 run and their? I mean, I think they're forty two and thirty at this point. Yeah, I think, it's something I think that's like what that. Their record is like they're like the good team. So, how impressed are you by them? And do you think they're legit? And when I say legit, like they could they could could they advance in the playoffs? Could yeah. They, could they you know get to the at least the second round? Yeah, forty two. Yeah, forty two and thirty. Um. Yeah, bro. Like, I was impressed with them throughout the season, bro. I did not think they'd do this. I think they're going to knock the Denver Nuggets um, into into the play-in game. I think they're going to beat them because with, like, the last, with, like, 10 games you play, you you play Milwaukee. You dubbed Milwaukee. Um, yeah, that was without, without Giannis. No matter. Still a good momentum boost. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I get that, but it's still just like a – like tap to your ego is like oh well he comes. No, back, I mean they do. They do what they're supposed you know? to do. They yeah. didn't have their best player, and they didn't just beat him by five. They smacked. Them. They, they, yeah, they did what most teams can't do, even without Giannis. You know, they, yeah, I mean, they the Bucks, Bucks without Giannis are still a pretty good team. Like yeah. Middleton, Drew Holiday, like that. Those are still really good players. They beat what they beat Miami. 
They beat yeah, Golden State Warriors. Yeah, they got they got. I guess that loss to Philly really did something to them because y'all remember because Philly put something brutal on them. But I'm impressed. I think what they got 11 games left. The roster's not that hard. You got Dallas, Suns, Dallas, Boston, Toronto, Denver, Houston, Washington, San Antonio, Chicago. They can win at least half those games. Um, and then the one with Denver, that's going to be really like what you were saying with Jokic. That's going to be the determining factor if he's going to get it. If not, Embiid got it. But I think if they continue to do what they – well, we're going to say continue. They've been doing it. They keep mm-hmm. playing – like Minnesota this year, I think, I think they dangerous. I think they're a sleeper team. Like somebody might go in there as all these young players, we can still beat them. Like, nah, don't y'all better hope experience, you know, lack of playoff experience gets them. Cause. Yeah. I mean, cause if you really, that's, if that's you really think you about their roster, like their roster is very well constructed. They got a Pat yeah. Bev who does the dirty work. You know, he took a, he took a dumb little push at Abakia. So he's, he's just a little, you a little shit to start, bro. He just started he, a fight. But he for gotta no do reason. stuff like that. But he does that. It works for him now. That's why I say, like him. That's no, a he, very important. He helps piece give right there. them an edge yeah. when they need it. You know, because yeah. Cat can be a little soft. You know, so they kind of need somebody to counteract that. Anthony Edwards is a budding a budding star. He's, you know, he's, he's had his ups and downs there. this year, but when he's oh. up, he's he's a lot of fun to watch. D'Angelo Russell still can go get you a bucket. You know, and, and Towns is really Towns has been playing out of his mind the last really since like the All Star break. He won that three point contest, and that that gave that man a whole new level of confidence. He said, "Okay, yeah. unstoppable." So I, I like and, that man, and and, and a Jared Vander, Vanderbilt, who I think is very yeah. underrated sleeper. A bunch of offensive handle, rebounds, super, super athletic. You know, fits in really well as the four next to Carl Anthony Towns. Um, I really like a lot of the a lot of the pieces. They got a lot of like small good pieces, like bench backup point guard uh, Noel. Like they just have a lot of low key, very nice players that I think is going to help them make this run. I, I kind of agree with you. I think they might, I think they're going to chase down Denver because Jokic is having to do too yeah. much. <laughs> it's all Jokic. So if Jokic is an off game, turning out. I guess that's just, that's just that's that's tough to that's really tough to get around when. You know, like everyone needs help. LeBron has needed help in his career, right? Like mm-hmm. Jokic is, is is nowhere near the peak of LeBron James. So to expect him to just keep maintaining this level, like if you take the records of the Nuggets and the and the uh, Timberwolves, they would be a game or two back of first place in the East. Like mm-hmm. that's how close all these teams are to each other. Like like besides the Suns, all of the playoff teams are within like. Two or three games. Yeah, it's insane. And one thing I one thing I like about the um, the Timberwolves too is when um, <laughs> that's the <laughs> they did with uh, Russ. Well, that's so funny because I like when um, the new generation come and they just mock them and like, all right, your time's over now, and they're not just doing it. You know what I'm saying? Like, just like respectful. They 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 being disrespectful with it. It's like being real competitive. See, I like Le- it. Uh, Stephen A said that was disrespectful. And then Carl Anthony Towns res- responded to it. And I loved his response. He said, he said, Oh, so this is disrespectful now. But when Russ is rocking the baby in people's faces, that's not that's not classless. That's not classless. But but when we mock his air ball, 
then we're the bad guy here. He said, yeah, just because they're OGs, bro. It's, gotta, yeah, I mean, yeah, like, if you're going to talk that. shit, you got to be able to handle it when someone talks shit to yeah. you back. Just like Shannon wrong, said. And, and we both love Russ. Huh? <laughs> I'm a thing, huge bro. Russ fan. But, love Russ, but hey, I mean, you got Hey, them jumpers have been about two, three bro. years now. they just been like steep decline. Like, with how, with how, you, oh, as bro. you get older, you get, it together, get bro. better. They just getting worse. I'm just like, damn, bro. Like, what about us? What about the fans? <laughs> what about you for a long time, bro. Yeah, Come on, bro. man. I'm just setting up. Like, I, I talk a lot of shit. I, I appreciate that. And that right there, that game is what you're probably going to get a preview of in the playoffs. And then they go hey, think some of these old experience people like, oh, that we got that money. That's Pat Beverly be. impact of that team. That is one thousand percent the Pat Beverly impact. He turned it on. Pete Towns was never talking trash to nobody. Nope, he turned it on now. Like what Jimmy Butler wanted him to be, he he mm-hmm. he's slowly getting there now. He, they turn it on, and if they if they if it clicks clicks like the way it's supposed to in the playoff, that's scary, bro. They go, they might go. You know, I think that's the last the time they've been in the playoffs, too, is when Jimmy was there with Jimmy yeah. and Cat. So Cat's got a little experience in the playoffs, got bounced in the first round, obviously, that year. But they do have a little, he does have a little experience. Um, D'Angelo, yeah, I don't. Yeah. No, nah, so. we, no, nah, he didn't. No, nah, we was. That trying was to think of, the worst I'm trying to think of when did. he was with Brooklyn, that year or two he was with Brooklyn, if they might have snuck in. I can't remember. No, nah, I don't um, think they did. They had a good run, then I think they got some injuries, and then everybody right. traded or something. I want to transition to a new team though that is now in the play-in for the West, and they could get this. Could they could get interesting? So let's let's yeah. talk about the Pelicans. Zion's back in New Orleans. He's been cleared for basketball activities. I think that happened on March fifth. So he's like in that ramp up period. I've heard no setbacks so far. So it's been about two weeks without setbacks for Zion. They're sitting at tenth. I mean, they they really flipped the switch when they traded for CJ, CJ McCollum. Been playing well. Ingram's been kind of in and out battling injuries. But you throw Zion into that mix, that team could get real interesting. Real interesting. Yeah. I mean, they got some players on that team. Like, they're not – it's not like there's not talent on that team. You know, they're just missing, the you know, their best player for the whole year. So, what do you think of New Orleans? Do you, do you think they could, at the very minimum, win – the eighth seed, you know, when the when they're two games in the play-in, I know it's gonna be tough for you because that's gonna require them to beat your Lakers. Uh, but you know, what do you think? What do you what do you think of New Orleans? They they kind of quietly have surged into the into the play-in tournament. Um, I don't I don't know. It's like a coin flip at this point. Is they like they're playing better, but they still ain't playing that great. But you throw Zion in there. And McCullum fits perfectly, like you know, like people said, he fits perfectly. And he put Zion in that mix. It's like you really don't have an answer for anybody individually. You just hope they have an off night. Because at that point, you can't really play. You got to play everybody one on one, and <laughs> the one on one players. So it's just like you hope they have an off night. So I think with him coming in, I, I don't know, because they don't got that many games left. So I think they can. I mean, who did who, let me pull it up? Because who they they gotta beat the Lakers, which they would have to beat the Lakers yeah, in the yeah. first in the first game, and then they play the they loser of either the Clippers and Timberwolves or Clippers and Nuggets. Yeah, see, and that's when they got a problem. I think they could beat the Clippers. The yeah, Clippers they could beat the Clippers. Handle. 
if the Denver Clippers somehow won that first game and like put the the Timberwolves or the Nuggets down to the like the eight seed game, that could get tough. That's what it's gonna happen. Yeah, the first one, I'm not too. I don't. I think honestly, I think the Lakers we getting bounced out that first game because we just can't get together. LeBron is going to have to score fifty for us to win, um, and I'm gonna score triple double. So, <laughs> and that's still not gonna be enough probably because the rest of the team gonna suck. Um, the New Orleans Pelicans, well, they, I don't think they'll make it. I think they will have a good little. We'll, we'll, what we'll end up talking about is like the glimpse into the next season. Like, all right, well, we've seen a couple games. What do we think they're going to be next year? I think that's what it's going to be. First game, they, they can win. Second game, I think they getting getting beat by 20. With them, like Minnesota or the Denver Nuggets, they get beat by 20. So this year, I think it's a Yeah, but I think there's a good chance that they late. don't play either one of those. Because like, I, yeah. wouldn't pick, I wouldn't pick the Clippers to beat either one of them in their first no. game. Clippers, I think, I think there's really, a good. Yeah. I think there's a good chance that the Clippers would be. It'd be Clippers versus winner of Lakers and and Pelicans for the eight seed. And I could see. I would. I would pick either one of those nine ten seeds to beat the Clippers. Then I will pick if that is the scenario. Then I will have. Um, what is it? The Pelicans beating them. Then they'll make it. In. I, I. I don't see the Clippers winning against nobody. I think they just they hold on. We they see them jump a lot in these kind of these kind yeah, of yeah, and then they don't have the important players that you really really need to help you get through this, and it's not happening. So, you know, I think it's I think it's a wrap. So yeah, okay. so I guess if that scenario, I think they 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 win. But if one of those other teams, powerhouse teams, magically gets down there, it's a wrap. But now nah, I'll give you that it's a coin flip for me. So I said fifty fifty chance right yeah, now. Good shot. They got a shot. Yeah, 50, 50 I'm with shares. it. You know, especially if Zion can come back and, and be Zion. That, I mean, that's a team no one want, is going to want to see. Now, unfortunately, that if they, you know, their best case scenario would be the eight seed, and you know, yeah, but four hundred fifty pounds. So. been something deadly this year, but yeah, no, I think I think they have a shot to get into the play the playoffs though, and I think that would be a huge first step for them. You know, there's been a lot of talk about like Zion being a detached teammate about him. You know, not wanting already, not wanting to be there, and like I just the detached teammate thing. I think there's some validity to you know that came from one that came from JJ Redick, who was his teammate for for a while when he was in New Orleans, finishing up his career, and like that whole thing where he didn't text CJ McCollum and until like a week or so later after he joined the team. That was weird, but I don't I don't necessarily read all the way into that. That means Zion already wants out. Now, do I eventually think that he's gonna get get out of there? Yeah, probably. I mean. History is history, and that's kind of what we've seen. But they put some blame on the organization. That's why I say, like, do that. Like, if I was CJ, reach out to him. I get, I get what they're saying with that stuff. But at the same time, like, you can tell the dude's not happy. The organization's failing. This is a a player that they saying is transcending. And what have y'all really y'all gone? Yeah, you know they've done gotten a couple. Well, I mean, a lot of the like, a lot of the issues has been like, Zion on. not being available. Like it's hard yeah. to say the organization has failed him when he is. Failing I'm just saying, like, yeah, that's that's what. But I'm just saying, it's, it's their biz, their company. Just try your best to go do some stuff, and if it doesn't work, it's just like pay a lot of attention to it on the offseason. I like the <laughs> no. team setup right now. Yeah, if, it's Zion, good. if Zion played a full 82, I think they might have been out. Like they might have been in the playoffs and not even worried about the playing game. Like especially like, with that deadline move, like I love that deadline move for Zion. 
you know, but you know, the thing I would do with Zion with a player like him, though, I think what he's missing is you need to get like you gotta get a person like Shaq or somebody of that caliber, like where he would respect, get him on there, and like, hey, you you. See, I'm not. See, I'm not all. Career. I'm not all about that. Like you know Zion, Zion, you're twenty something years old. Like you should respect anybody that's been in the NBA for a long time. It shouldn't take a Hall of Famer. But that's not. But bro, but that's not, bro. But that's not how it works. Especially that's fine, but I still think now. that I still think that that's yeah. a, that's a character flaw, though. I I don't think yeah. that's you know that's I don't think that's on the Pelicans. I think that's on Zion. If that's, but that's the case. I get what if you said. That's no, the case. You're right, but that's like our age group, you know, close to it. But his age group, like you gotta get like, especially when you get that good and stuff like that. Sometimes you gotta get a little reminder of like we've seen people like you before, and then you fade into. The you know the shadows. So you know, just give them a little. And if that doesn't work, just ship them off. Go get what you can for them and get gone. Like you know, what I'm saying at this point, you got them. Do whatever you can to keep them. And if you can't, you know, boost them up. He played twenty good games. Get them up out of there and get what you can for them. Start off. All right. You know, <clears throat> let's move on from New Orleans. Let's talk about the Suns because we we spend a lot of time in this podcast talking oh, about man. the East because the East has been so yeah. loaded and so it's been deserving of the attention. But we've just kind of just almost ignored how the Suns just are just destroying the West yeah, this season. They, they really I mean, for a while when Golden State was fully healthy or mostly healthy, you know, their biggest key players were healthy. They were kind of right there with them. But the moment Draymond got hurt, Warriors started fluttering. Suns just kept going. I mean, they only have 14 losses at this point. Like, they could theoretically end the year with like 65-plus wins. Yeah, which and, would be they just stocking. don't get talked about that much. Like I listen, you know, I watch a lot of, you know, national media and you know a lot of the ESPNs, the FS1s, all those, and like they just like people still just want to talk about the Nets and the Lakers. I'm sorry, why are we talking about these teams in the fucking play-in games over the teams that are leading their conferences? Yeah, bro, they, yeah, I feel it. the Lakers are just doing it because it's the Lakers, but they need to just lead them along, bro. Like. You can't even flip their record and be, and they won't even be close to I, like. And this is this is not about that. You got to see on the screen who is the Suns' biggest threat in the West is a question, but I, just, I, I got to talk about this for a second because this just really bothers me. Because like, you, it, whenever you go at any of these fucking pundits that are like national media pundits, they'll always respond, "Well, I can't help what, what people want to talk about. People want to talk about the Lakers. You no, can. you choose to talk about the Lakers." So you inform all of the casual fans that the Lakers are the people to talk about. If you talked about the other fucking teams that had all these great players, people would be interested in them. Yeah. Right? Like Listen, Nobody wants to talk about the Lakers. I don't know who the fuck came up with that. Like, Lakers fans don't even want to talk about it. And I'm on every – I got literally – I follow every damn Lakers platform on Instagram and all these places. Like, they don't even want to talk about it. They just, they just have to. No. Like talk, like, talk about the good teams. You're supposed to, if yeah. you're especially these like NBA shows, like you're supposed to be an NBA show. Yeah. Talk about the I fucking just, best teams in the NBA. It's just so frustrating. Yeah. I'll talk, I'd rather talk about Memphis than the Lakers, personally. Yeah, like, they're exciting. Yeah. Like, 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 all you need to do is show people how exciting they are, then people will be excited by them. It, it's It's not crazy. That's why it's like. You know, when people yeah, talk about, like, simple. for example, the WNBA and, like, oh, well, they don't get paid the same. Well, but people don't want to watch the w- No, it's because you don't show people the WNBA. If you yeah, show people the league, yeah. they can hoop. This is, this is not like 20, yeah. 20 years ago when it's, like, all set shots and, like, it, it legitimately didn't look the same. Like, no, this looks pretty pretty de- pretty much damn near the same. 
Like if you just show people something, put them in a, in a space that actually promotes them, they will then gain interest. It's it's not a coincidence that once w, WNBA got just some ESPN slots, right, in like the dead period of sports, like when baseball is going on, yeah. viewership through the roof. It's like it, it's not that complicated. Same thing for the NBA. Talk about your good teams. You know, it was funny around I think it was around the new year. Yeah, I think it was ESPN or Sports Center put out like a like a tiers thing. And you know, it was like Suns, Warriors, best of the rest, whatever. And then it had dangerous loomers, Los Angeles Lakers, Miami Heat. I was like, oh, okay. Dangerous oh. loomers. And so now last week, uh, Malika Andrews did an interview with Tyler Hero. And I guess Tyler had seen that. And he he started going on. He was like, "Yeah, you know, we've been playing really good ball, blah 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 blah." You know, I guess, you know, I guess we're not dangerously looming anymore in the in the number one seed. You know, it's just like yeah, the way, just the way that these networks cover they cover these teams. It's just like, what are you talking about? Dangerous loomers for a team that was in the finals two years ago and has been consistently in the top three in the East all year. Yeah, I just I don't, don't get, get that. But anyways, but, let's get back yeah, to the yeah. question. Sun's biggest threat in the West. Who you got? This gets my, real spicy my, now my, with the Warriors injuries. My honest answer, uh, the Suns. <laughs> like, I, threat, huh? yeah, bro. Like, because if you go look, because if Chris you Ball's really answering. like, yeah, bro, because like, that, that's it for real, bro. It's, it's going to be like, if Chris Paul can stay healthy. Because at this point, like, who have they lost to, when they lost to those players, and, you know, and how they lost to them, the next time they came and beat them, like, all right, well, my bad. We, we was just tired. We were lacking mentally. And then they come back and watch them. So it's just like the Warriors would have been, but this right. Steph thing, it's a, it's a wrap. It's hard, it's hard to trust, yeah. like, it's hard to trust any player. I don't care who it is, LeBron James. Michael Jordan, whoever, if they get hurt and end, it ends their regular season and their first games back are playoff games. Now, luckily, obviously, for the Warriors, if they were to see the Suns, it would be much later. So Steph would theoretically have at least like a series or two to kind of get back into things. But yeah. point taken. So you're saying uh, there's no yeah. one's a real threat to them. They would have to beat themselves to get eliminated in the West. Yeah, because if you really think about it, look, bro, if you really think about it, uh, what, Memphis is number two. I Like, Memphis, their best shot of even competing with them is winning, going to the next round, winning, going to the next round, and seeing them in the Western Conference Finals. Like, Which is that's their like best – yeah, I'm saying that's their best chances. And then even with that, I think the most, you know, I think the most games it will go is probably six. You know, yeah, six at the most. I don't see it going seven games. Um, Denver, no. Jokic, all you got is like, I'm not saying you can just stop them, but it's, it's Jokic. Um Michael Porter yeah. is reportedly going to be coming back. It looks like so that's a little help, but Jamal Murray is the real like the real person we need more answers. Yeah, from. that's what I'm saying, and I'm not. The, and even fully healthy, I don't really. He, nah, he, he that back been that back has been his his um his enemy the whole his whole damn yeah. career. The Timberwolves, I think 
with the momentum that they have is probably the best one because they'll give them, you know, because, you you know, Pat Beverly and all this other stuff was trying to, you know, make it hard for it. So, honestly, besides the Suns, it might be the Timberwolves, and it's just the way, like you said earlier, like the way that they're, you know, like the team structure. But everybody else, it's I don't think they got enough for And then even if they did, they only got one player on most of these teams that – you just got to put, you know, a body on or, or disrupt them. But the Timberwolves, you got a couple people. That I think the Timberwolves like their biggest threat, and I don't really think that's a big threat, honestly. If so I, I think, had to pick I a think team. The, team, the team that's going to be the biggest threat has to have, like, a superstar. Yeah. I think, I think they need a superstar. So that, that really only leaves uh, <laughs> yes, Golden State and, and Memphis. Now, I'm with you. I just don't really – it's hard for me to trust Golden State with the new injury and... to Curry. Now – I'll put it like this. If Curry comes back and is fully back, Warriors are the biggest threat. Yeah. Like, not even close. And I would probably pick the Warriors to win. Mm-hmm. Like if they have all their people, I don't I'm not including Wiseman, but they have Steph, Clay, and Draymond all back, not injured, playing well like them. But with the with the cloudiness of the injury, I'm gonna pick Memphis. And because I think Memphis is very similar to them. So I think I, I think that that would be an intriguing matchup because I think they're built kind of the same way. Yeah, uh, yeah, no, yeah, they really. And so yeah, what it comes key. down to is, to me, like what it comes down to is, can John ja Morant be the best player in that series? I think he could. Could, but it's gonna be hard. It's gonna be hard, but it's, it's still, even if he is the best player, his next best player is gonna be nowhere near the Suns' second best player. You know, whether you want to say that's Chris Paul or Devin Booker, either way, the Suns win that pretty dramatically. So. Yeah, you don't even want to say that. That's why I say, like, we really, we just picking players. We just picking teams because we got to pick a team. No, yeah, I mean, the Suns, like, the only team that I would pick to beat the Suns is the Warriors. Warriors. The Warriors would have to be, they'd have to be healthy. Like, Steph has to be fully Steph. Uh, Draymond Mm. has to be fully Draymond. Clay has to be. At least eighty percent of clay, you know. Like I think that's close. So that's that's what's going to be tough. But let's transition to the East. There's been one team that we've given given a lot of love to, deservedly so this year, but they've been struggling lately. Um, and that's the Bulls. The Bulls are two and eight in their last ten. They have slipped to fifth, pushing the Celtics into fourth, who stay hot. They stay beating mostly bad teams, but. Hey, that's how the schedule falls, and they're they're not losing any of those games. So, are we panicking on the Bulls? Still no Lonzo's out, but they got Levine, Demar, uh, Vu. They got most of their guys. Caruso's back. Like they got most of their guys, and they're they're still struggling like this. So, what do you think? Are you panicking on the Bulls? Um. Let me put it like this: uh, like Demar Derozan was yeah. in like God mode for a while. Yeah, he's not in that God mode anymore, and yeah, this and that's is the, the results. And if if it's going to require Demar Derozan to do what he was doing, like to me, it was cool because it was like okay, a lot of missing pieces, and Demar is just stepping up, and then they they get the pieces back. Demar should be able to kind of come back to earth a little bit, and they should still be able to win. But they're losing now. So yeah, I mean, and they and they they losing was well, with the exception like the I think like the last like two games. Uh, nah, it ain't the last two games. But most of them, I, I guess like fifty percent of them, are like close. Like the way that they're losing, 
Um, I might start. I don't want to because I know DeMar DeRozan has it in him to do it. I won't quite panic because of, like, the respect I have for his game. But, yeah, but if this dude ain't scoring 30-plus, it's over for him because, like, yeah, it's – like, if he doesn't do that, they lose. And you, you got no excuse. I get – Lonzo is great for that team, but – you can't have, like we can't use that as an excuse. Like Lonzo is the reason why. Like oh, Lonzo, yeah, I mean, you're missing your fourth point. best player. I yeah, mean, <laughs> Lonzo's the reason we can't use him as an excuse. If we use him, if that's the real excuse that anybody will use, I ain't said we doing it. But if anybody uses him, y'all in trouble. Because Lonzo ain't he? he if Lonzo's like, that important yeah. to them, then 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 we've been wrong in putting them in the tier with the Heat, the Bucks, the Nets, Philly. Like that's we've been fact. wrong on that because. All of those, all of these teams have missed key players throughout the year and didn't yeah, really go through a two and eight stretch. I think, like, but yeah, except the Nets, like, but because like they they schedule. I'm looking at their schedule now. Who they got to play? Ain't looking good for them, brother. <laughs> Ain't looking good for them because they got some teams that are hot, teams that are looking good. Like y'all got to play Milwaukee twice. It's, it ain't looking good. Like they, they go. I think the. I think they, if they can maintain at the position right now, it's like fifth to sixth place. I think they're in. They're in fifth. I think they're yeah. a game clear of Cleveland. Who I think if they, they can stay with this. Cool. If they fall. Ooh, buddy. They they just need to stay six and higher. Just sticks and hide because if they get in that play-in game, yeah, I don't, I don't think they're at any risk of being in the play-in game. Yeah, like, that's what I'm I saying. Like the Nets are, or Toronto would have to gain, I think, like three or four games in eleven. Yep. Games. That, that's probably not going to happen. That's um, what I'm saying. Okay. Like long as they in there, I think I'm, that'd be all right. I'm panicking. I yeah. it, it's time to panic for me. The Celtics, yeah. the Celtics having home court against them, I think would be important. Like I, I, I think the Bulls Ooh, I forgot about that. needed to keep. Needed to stay at fourth, right? Like, I think the Bulls needed to stay at fourth. Because <sighs> the Celtics yeah. are playing good. I hate to admit it, but, like, the Celtics are playing really fucking good right now. They I hate them, man. They really are. But I do want to – I just want to take a moment here, Devin. I am panicking on the Bulls I, for all the reasons that I, we kind of discussed. DeMar DeRozan, you cannot expect him to average 30 points a game. Nah. Like, I understand how good he was for a long time this year, but we've got a long career now of DeMar DeRozan. He's never been that guy. You need nah. The Bulls were good because of their collective pieces working together. And I will credit, like, I know, like obviously, Lonzo, you got to find a way to win without Lonzo. Lonzo is a important player, though, in making the whole team gel. So I'll, I'll give Lonzo I'll give that, that much credit. But... Not an excuse. Like someone's got to step up. Like Levine, step up. I gotta, I gotta say, I, might, I think I was wrong when we did our start sit cut a while ago. We had, I can't remember who the third was. But we had Devin Booker and Levine in there, and I put Levine over Booker. I think I was wrong for that. <laughs> I, I, I knew that. This was the, this is the yes. opportunity for him to prove it. He ain't, he ain't done it. Yeah, he ain't that. He just, you know, he he's got to, he's got to, because he's got the ability to. You know, move the, like he's he's not a bad playmaker. 
So I want to see him kind of get, take that. More, like, I don't need you scoring 30 plus. He's had some 30 point games and some losses for them. I need him more focused on making sure the collective pieces are working. Um, That's fair. But one thing I do want to say as a Heat fan, the way the, the way the bracket looks right now, chef's kiss. Oh, man. It's, I'm talking about barbecue chef's chicken, boy. <laughs> it's looking. Um, boy. I just, want, I just want to break this down real quick. This, this, heat, <laughs> this, is, this is heat bias time. All right? Yeah. I mean, let, let's get that. Let's get that on the screen. Heat bias time. So there's no, there's no, uh, no confusion. Heat bias time. The Heat are in the one seed right now. If they maintain the one seed, they got a big game against Philly tomorrow. Um, as it sits right now, Milwaukee and Philly are two three. I think we would all. We all would believe, but actually could get interesting though, because if Toronto hosts the first playing game, that'd probably mean no Kyrie. Could be in Toronto. Oh, I did yeah. not think about that. But nonetheless, if the Nets were to win their playing game, their first playing game, they'd be the seven seed. So they would play either Philly or Milwaukee first round. <laughs> then Philly or Milwaukee, whoever is the three seed, most likely wins. They would then play the winner of Milwaukee and Brooklyn in round two. And they, those three could just help take care of each other. The Heat would play the winner of uh, Boston and Chicago. feel pretty good about, about that. But I'm not sleeping on either one of them. Like, the Heat couldn't take them lightly. But that's about as good as it could get for the Heat. Yeah, but the yeah. difference is the what you just named is a whole bunch of people that might go seven-game series. And the Heat, and I don't see them going seven games with nobody until they play one of them teams. <laughs> that is, man, I'm if I'm Miami Heat, bro, I'm not going to lie. I'm like, I got another chance at the ship. Mm-hmm. Just stay focused. Stay focused. I, one thing, I, I do want to take one thing. We were Heat biased. Now this is a little Heat hesitation. Jimmy Butler is making me nervous for the Heat. Jimmy Butler needs to be the Heat's best player. And for a couple months now, he's been pretty bad. Yeah, like, he, like not not bad, but he has not been Jimmy Butler. It's cool. Like, if the season keeps going it's the cool. way it's been going since the All-Star break, the Heat's leading scorer for the year will be Tyler Hero. I have a problem with that. Yeah, that's when it gets scary. Like, no lie. That's when that it really, can't, really that scary. Can't, that can't be the Heat's, like, formula going forward. And that's – that. I mean, part of that's a shout-out because Hero's been balling. Ball and so like that part is good, but Jimmy like coming down, the like the mid range shot being as bad as it's been is, is making me nervous because the matchup that I'm the most concerned with is if they played Milwaukee and Milwaukee does what they did last year and just have Giannis guard him. If Jimmy Butler does not draw Drew Holiday, that's a problem because then Drew Holiday is going to go get Hero, and Hero's not going to average. 25 plus with Drew Holiday guarding him. Yeah. So that's my heat hesitation after hey, bias. Question since we are on the heat and all that stuff. What do you think? Heat, if the Heat make it to the ship and the Suns make it to the ship, you think Chris Paul gets that ring? Uh, 
Hey. I don't think so. I think the Heat actually match up pretty well against Phoenix. I know. We did get smacked by them recently, but there was no Jimmy in that game. Oh, man. Tough that'd be to tough. say, Yeah, because if I'm the Suns. That'd be a I'm, really good series. Yeah. That would be a that, really good series. That's not trying to disrespect the Heat, but if I'm the Suns, I'm like, I want to take my chance with Miami and just hope, you know, these young players like Hero don't be Hero that day and just, you know what I'm saying, and but I don't want to play. If I'm the Suns, I don't want to play Giannis. <laughs> and I don't yeah, want to play. And I, yeah, and I don't want to play Brooklyn. I actually might want to play Brooklyn because I think somebody's going to get hurt. No, not trying to be funny, but I think somebody's going to get hurt on that team, or they got too many issues. But I don't want to play them. Either. I think they match up fairly well against Brooklyn. Yeah, like all of their kind of role players that are like just really good defenders and and yeah, like that's... not as important offensively. I think they would give. They would give uh, Durant and Kyrie enough of a hard time to make it inefficient enough in a seven-game series where they could, I think they could overcome them. But that'd be a good series too. Um, all right, start, sit, cut time. Eastern Conference playing edition. Obviously, we all we think the Nets are the class of that play-in situation. That they're and they're just a weird case. But the other three. I think we're all interesting. So start, sit, cut. Toronto Raptors, Charlotte Hornets, and Atlanta Hawks. Devion, who you got? Uh, I'll start the Raptors. Uh, I'm going to start them. The other two are going to be the hard ones. Like It was like the Hornets versus the Hawks. I'm taking the Hawks over the Hornets, but they both suck. Um, <laughs> so it's like, damn, I don't. If it gets to in my all right, if I gotta go in like when it like the heat's on right now, I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with Trey because I like Lamelo, but I don't want to be a fan. And I also I have no, and you know I'm secretly people don't know that y'all know that like I'm secretly like a Hornets fan. Well, I used to be like a, a big Hornets fan, but uh, they suck so. I'm probably going to cut Hornets and sit the Hawks. And I'm not saying that with confidence either because they both suck and I don't care if either one. So so Toronto is the only one I think is start. The interesting context of this being like the play-in situation, being like one game takes all. Yeah. Like to me, that that really elevates the Hawks in the situation because out of all those – out of those teams, the player I trust mm-hmm. the most in a big game is by far Trey Young. Trey Young, yeah, by far. Yeah. I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start the Hawks. I'm gonna start the Hawks. Sit Toronto, and I'm also gonna cut Charlotte. Ain't mad. At it. They all suck, so I can't get mad at it. Like Toronto has been playing pretty yeah. good. They're quietly up to like 39 and 31 overall. Like they've quietly kind of been playing really well. And I really like Scotty Barnes, the rookie, you know, offensive rebounding, versatile defender, does a lot of things really well. I just don't trust Pascal Siakam. No. That, that's kind of what it comes I down to. That. And that. I admit he's a really good player. I like him as a player. I just don't like him being my best player. And Fred Fred Van Fleet, you know, it's just tough to be like six feet tall and lead your team in the playoffs when, you know, physicality is a little more allowed. 
like it's close between those two teams for me, but I'll 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 start Trey Young because I think Trey kind of proved us, you know, proved to us something a little bit last year with how he he ran through it. Amen. But uh, all right, let's wrap it up. Lover violence. I'll let you go first. Get your get that get that hate out your heart. Violence, dun, dun, dun. yeah, Steve Kerr being a little bitch boy, crying over Marcus Smart. You did, you know, you dirty play. You didn't hurt. It. Like, I'm like, bro, shut up. See, that's what happened. That's why I don't like. That's why people don't like people who win a lot. Because when you win all the time, then something like this happens. You forget how you were winning. Mm-hmm. You forget some of the things that you did to win, and everything went pieces of cream. You did some dirty stuff. I want to talk. Let's not get into Draymond in the playoffs and doing all this dirty stuff, especially like what he did that one thing with James Harden and all this. Man, shut up, you cry, baby. Like, take it on the chin. Be a, you know what I'm saying? Take it on the chin. Steph, Steph's been having weak ankles since we've since he's been in the league, bro. Like, that's the song you get him in the weight room, do some stuff. Can't really protect your ankles, but bro, hey, hey, do something. But don't don't get mad at Marcus Smart for playing his game. He's getting paid that check to play exactly the way he's playing and to go get them W's, and it's working. So don't get mad because if he was on your team, you would tell him to play the exact same way. So don't be a hypocrite. Cry, baby. He's being a little bitch boy right now. I ain't going to lie. Cry, baby. You know, well, he's doing all that. Man, shut up. The rain <laughs> is over, brother. <laughs> like, it's over. Like, take it from a Lakers fan. Everything that's up top will fall eventually. <laughs> it's just about how hard you fall. So it's cool, bro. Just, just rest up. Get ready for next year. Y'all done. Well, it's like also just like no. doing all that crime. I, mean, I guess obviously in the moment he didn't know. But like now that it seems likely that Curry's going to be back for the playoffs, like whatever. Yeah. I mean, you're probably not going to fall out of the third seed. Like, be all right. It ain't that, it ain't, it ain't that serious. But yeah, like. I'm trying to talk to Marcus Smart. That was weak. I didn't like it. I didn't like it. I'm choosing, I'm choosing love. I'm choosing love today, Devion. I'm showing love to St. Peter's University. Knocking out the state of Kentucky. Golly, man. 15 seed upset number two Kentucky in their first round. And then they upset the seven seed Murray State in the second round. St. Peter's on to the sweet 16. And a little fun fact. First team from New Jersey to make it to the Sweet 16 since 2000. Last time that was done was Seton Hall. Oh, the the coach of St. Peter's, the head coach, um, blanking on his name right now. I should have wrote this down. Blanking on his name, but he was the starting point guard for that Seton Hall team that went to the Sweet 16. Full circle here. Full circle. Jeez, that's what's up. Yeah, Seton Hall uh, used to be that joint back in the day. What was that? Didn't kill? Um, what's his name? Akil Clark. Used to play for them back in the day. I can't remember what year he played for him, but a little short dude. Yeah, I don't remember. Uh, but no, it's a great story for St. Peter's. And I watched I watched a lot of that Kentucky or well, not a lot. I watched the last six minutes of the second half and then overtime. And I watched a good amount of their game yesterday against Murray State. They play really good basketball. Like they they run like just in terms of their offensive sets and like how they and how they run offense is better than ninety nine percent of the division one teams. They just don't have the horses that the Kentuckys, the Dukes, the North Carolinas, Arizonas, Gonzagas. They just don't have the players. 
I think I think that coach will be uh, moving on up after after this run in the tournament. Good for him. That's three to possible. We're signing out. See y'all next week. Man.